Bit of housekeeping to kick off the show, Brownie, because if we remember back to last week, Richo made a bet with our man Paddy that if Richmond were to win the game, Pat would have to host his Greyhound podcast and spend the day in a Richmond jumper. Yeah. If Melbourne won, our man would have to wear a, rich, uh, a Melbourne jersey yeah, for, wear a Melbourne for our. Melbourne now, I've just realised that 99% of the people that digest this podcast won't actually get to see it. So make sure yeah. you go across to our socials because we are an audio first. And we'll get back to podcast. your head we'll as well. Yeah. Uh, we've got Patty in here. So, Pat, do you want to come in here? Well done, Pat. Patty Garshagan. G'day, Nathan Hummer. Now, Richard, I asked you uh, about 20 minutes to go in the last quarter yeah. what size you were, and you, you responded did. with an extra large. Which I thought was quite cocky when you <laughs> knew that I was broadcasting the game and you're texting me before the game ends. But anyway. I've decided to go with the uh, the nice medium <laughs> signed by a few of the players. Oh. Look at that. Beautiful. So Who have we'll we got on there? Oh, we've got... Uh, Is Clayton Oliver on there? Mate. We've got the, the right. coach, Goody. I can uh, see Viney on there, on there. I bought that at Jesus. a charity lunch in 2018. It was the best purchase I've ever made. That is, that is a tight one. Take a hat off first. Why are you putting it on? Jeez, you're that out nicely, Richard. My pits are doing a bit. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Looks good. I yeah. like it. Enjoy the show, boys. Thanks, Paddy. Look at you. Shake guys. my hand. Now this is again If you are listening Head across to our socials On YouTube Just to see Richo This this jersey I'll I'll give this When when Paddy first started He was a young buck We had a uh, bloke's biggest lunch Now he wanted to impress the boss And impress everyone So he bid for that jumper At this charity lunch I think he might have even been An intern at the time Yes, it was. Mm, good, um, good feedback. From and, <laughs> and he's paid $350 for that, and it's never been able to fit him. <laughs> so he's because he's a bit bigger than you. And he is. Very it's strange. tight. I'm holding it in at the moment. But, hey, well done, Pat. They're the real deal, Melbourne. Yep. Are, are, they? Yeah, are we? Are we, are we, what we got on here? In? we got Tom McDonald. we got – I reckon that's a Bernie Jack Vince. Vince. Who's that's 23? Bernie Vince. Bernie Vince, Bernie Vince. an old one. Who's uh, wear 25? That is a Nate Jones, Simon Goodwin, Max yeah. Gorn, Viney up the top, and that might be Jackson down the yeah. bottom, number six. Ooh. Uh, did you when you signed jerseys? Did you put your number on like these guys yeah, do? Of course you do. Is you it a done thing? Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. yeah. Why? Well, because that's you, what number you. That's are. what you do when you play sport and you wear a number. Yeah. You put the number, number on. Sixty-seven. Let's get straight into your head. Like, what's happened here? Uh, well, I shaved my hair because I'm starting to go a little bit thin and I've just decided to take the plunge and to, to shave it all off. Yep. So I'm more mean look- about your nose and your eye and what happened? Well, as you know, I'm a very in and under defender. I'm a blue collar. You, you put your head in the hole, don't you? Back. I do. I sort of have to. The only way I'm getting a game is by sitting in the hole and just, uh, you know, copping it pillar to post. And I did the. I tried to smother a ball, which I never do. And the reason why is because I missed it completely and just popped a boot <laughs> right to the face. So. Should we discuss what sort of player Hummer is? Like, well, what, are we going to do that? Weren't we going to do that down in the suburban football bit? Were we? Yeah. Okay. No, I think we're yeah. saving that for next week. Oh, yeah. okay. Let's Nathan, do it. Let's do it <laughs> Nathan, next week then. Um, I, we've been doing this for a few years now. Nathan's just. Well, I'm just looking down the, 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 rundown the rundown and just trying to figure out where it was. Well, the reason it gets sent to you I the said, night before. Yeah, I said put just... it in, and then you blokes be, yeah, that's a great chat. Let's do it. And so I thought. That meant that well, we're we'll, going to do it. No, no, because we'll do the it next week. Yeah. We're doing it next week. We already All had right. a full show. Okay. Nathan, you can't right. make suggestions at seven thirty the night after before, the rundown. After the rundown's been, been sent with these ideas and just assuming it's going to be in there. I like to add stuff. Hey, well, let's chat about the D's. We've got them on the fourth line of, of Premiership betting. Richmond's still favourites at $5 behind Port Adelaide and the Western Bulldogs. Yeah. Are, they, are they a sniff? Because well, we, 
at Sportsbet. We've paid out early. Oh, no. We have already paid out on the Demons to win the Premiership. Well, I don't think they. I don't think you can say they're going to win. Have we the gone premiership. too early? This, a little bit, but if that's this is a your great, money. Uh, would have you paid out early? No, I wouldn't have because I don't. I don't think you can say any team's going to win the Premiership in round six. But what I will say, Nath, after watching them closely the last few weeks. There's not many weaknesses across no. any line there at Melbourne at the moment. Their forward line's functioning well. I mean, Max Gorn's the best ruck in the comp. Petrarca's gone to another level. We'll talk about him in a minute. Viney, Oliver. And then down back, you've got two All-Australians, Lever and May. And I reckon the big move's been Tomlinson. He locks down on, yeah. like, Rewalt the other night. I think they're the real deal at the moment. Can yeah. they win the flag? They're in the mix. It's almost... They've looked at Richmond and they've tried to replicate it. So they've put Spargo forward and all you do is put pressure on. How good's Pickett? Neil Bullen forward, put pressure on. Pickett, he's got a class. little bit of magic about yeah. him, but still puts enormous pressure on. So that's very Richmond. Mm. And then they've got, you know, a, a forward like McDonald who works really hard and that was probably your rewalt for a number of years. And now in the back end, they've got so many players that can impact the contest and uh, they're playing some pretty good football, but... It's a long season, and they are flying at the moment. They're six and zero. They've beaten Richmond. They deserve to be flag favourites after the way they dispatch don't, Richmond. But it's a long season. Don't forget Luke Jackson too. That that is a young player who's mm. he arrived yeah. the other night in a big game Friday night footy against Richmond. He showed he's going to be really yeah. good. And Langdon out in the wing, just yeah. a running machine. And as they well. they could have very easy. That game could have got away from them very quickly. Early Richmond looked on top. Well, early. Richmond dominated. They were sixteen inside fifties to five, and they soaked it up. Richmond missed a few chances. And then from about the 20-minute mark on, they yeah. they dominated the game. Uh, Richmond, how do you – obviously two Richmond heroes and You don't supporters. write them off. You don't write them off. Are you worried? But their next their next four weeks, they need to try and scrap 50-50. If they can get through to the bye and be 50-50 and they get everyone back, we know in the back half of the year they can get on a roll, but they're, they're struggling a bit Been at the Been in moment. this position before, though, yeah. haven't they? It's not, that's nothing new for them. They pushed Port Adelaide at home a couple of weeks ago and they belted St Kilda last week and Melbourne were just too good on the weekend. So fast forward six weeks, if Richmond played Melbourne again, um, I'd imagine it would be a 50-50 ball game again. But Richmond, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be writing them off yet. If you had backed Richmond for the flag and I offered you your cash back, would you take it right now? No, I nope. wouldn't. I'd wait. As oh. I said, I'd wait until the buy. They need to be 50-50 around the buy, and then they can get a roll on when they get everyone back. And fit. don't forget, they've got Prestia, Lambert, Martin out now, and Nick Floston. He's the big out down back. So I'll reserve my judgment there. Brownie, you've made the top five famous at Triple M. So much mm. staple now. You can hear it, of course, when you're on yeah. Friday. Do you do one last on Sunday uh, as well? Last week's wasn't uh, a what great was, What was last one? Top five lookalikes. Oh. And They're radio, it's not a great medium to, uh, to do lookalikes <laughs> on radio. And I had our man number five uh, lookalike with Alanis Morissette. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I had Howie uh, with Alan DeGeneres. So it was in that sort of mould. So what, what do you want to do now? What top five are we doing? Well, I think after watching the other night, like Dustin Martin, I think, is the number one player in the competition. Yeah. But it's, it's time to reassess right now who are the top five players in the competition. So I, I think oh. that the top five players in the competition right now. So I, I don't think you can have Dangerfield in there because he's going to be missing the next eight weeks and probably wasn't in the top five um, in, in the weeks leading up towards that. So I'm going to go with my top five. Yep. And then Matthew's going to go with his top oh, five players yeah. in the competition right now. I think the number five player right now who impacts games is Toby Green. I think every time he gets near the, uh, the ball, he makes the right decisions. He's a leader. And I love the way he plays. Number four, Max Gorn. 
Uh, best ruckman in the competition. Three weeks in a row, he's had 20-plus disposals. So basically, he's not just a ruckman, he's a ruck rover. And this year, he's been kicking goals. And the way he delivers it to Oliver, um, Petrarca, these guys, Viney, is outstanding. The number three player in the competition and very close to number two after the other night is Christian Petrarca. I think yep. he is just an unbelievable prospect and could in time, be the number one player. I still think the number two player is Marcus Bontempelli. Probably not having the standout year Christian Petrarca is at the moment. I still got him Jeez, in for two good. best on grounds. I yeah. think Jack McRae's probably been better than him, but number two. Bon- and oh. still number one is Dustin Martin. I know he's injured at the moment. He's going to miss this week. He's in New Zealand, he's but Zealand. Dustin Martin Imagine is still the number COVID one. So over. Toby Green, Max Gorn, Christian Petrarca, Bontempelli, Dustin Martin. Imagine if he comes from like COVID. That. It's pretty hard to get uh, COVID at the moment. Yeah, they've Australia, got, they've got a bit of it in New Zealand, no? I had four of your five, Nate. Yep. I, Toby Green, bit stiff. But I still have Nat Fife in fifth position. Three hour going well. And if he was kicking straight at the moment, he's getting 30. And I think he's kicked eight or nine points in a row, Nat yeah. Fife. I still think Nat Fife's the fifth best player in the comp. I had Bond at four. Incredible player. You know what he's added this year, the goal kicking. Yep. He's, he's kicking more goals, leading that team beautifully. I was the same as you, Petrarca at three. I've got Gorn at two. Yeah. I just think he is, he is by far and away the best ruckman in the game now, and his influence on games is enormous. I've got him winning my Brownlow at the moment as well. I reckon you're right. And, look, Martin's got the runs on the board. I know he's he's uh, injured and missed and had a couple of games where he wasn't quite there, but he was still best on ground round one and two. And you've got to overtake him and you've yep. got to play well in finals to get him. So he's there until someone does that. That's what I loved about Melbourne's game the other night. They took something away from us. Richmond are the best. Yeah. And I know that everyone's having a go at Cozzy Pickett and saying, you know, don't point at the scoreboard. But you would have done that. Yeah, but you've still got to be able to be brash enough and, and take something yeah, away from the opposition. Yeah, right. And they got stuck into him. He kicked the goal and all of a sudden they're yeah. pushing him. He's like, well, the old... Let's look at the scoreboard because we're winning. I think that's a young player being excited about what he's doing. And, you know, guys got into him about pointing at the scoreboard. Kane Corn saying, yeah, you shouldn't I be agree doing with, this. I agree with Corn. so what? you don't point at the scoreboard. Why? It's Why disrespectful. Not? Why is it no, disrespectful? I... It's disrespectful. Why is it disrespectful? Because you just be But they're allowed humble. to push him around when they're yeah. five goals down and they're allowed to push him over, bump into him. I just. When the game is I'll done and dusted. I'll tell you why, Nath. I'll tell you why. Have you heard of the footy gods? They exist, the footy gods, and no, you just got to be careful when you do stuff like that because it comes back and bites you at some but point. But it's a young player excited about I did about a lot of stupid things when I played, and I'm, I'm telling you, I got bitten every time I did something stupid. You stuck your middle finger <laughs> over the crowd and <laughs> yeah. then kissed it. Well, that, <laughs> cost, uh, it cost you five grand. Five grand, that's being bitten. But why are we so keen to just uh, punch down uh, Kaizei Pickett? Nah, because when- of- because you can like show, no, you can show personality on the ground, but you don't need to point at the scoreboard. Why? That's just what I think, Nathan. You don't. You think but they're otherwise. winning? Yeah. And Richmond is still getting stuck into him. That's the perfect way. weren't you taught as a young player? Don't fight. Don't throw punches. Yeah. You don't want to get reported. Point at the scoreboard I reckon, when you're winning. I reckon he came because off. it's Richmond. Is it, reckon, would it have been okay against any no, other no, listen, side? Listen. Oh, when he came what off, if it was oh, North oh, Melbourne that he did it to. Listen, would it be different? When he came off the ground, Pickett. After that, did you see Simon Goodwin put his arm around him? What yeah. do you reckon he said to him? He would have had a chance. He said, said don't "What do you reckon he said to him?" Exactly. And inside him, he's going, "I bloody." I love that you did that, young man. There I'm going to tell you in front of the cameras uh, and in front of everybody what you shouldn't have done, but in my heart, I do? know what him. you just did was belt. great. You, what, what's you know better? what you do? You go and get the ball again, you kick another goal. That's oh, what It wasn't that long to go. 
Yeah. You're I, an old fuddy. You are, aren't you? At you? I can't breathe. Oh, you and Kane. Yeah, look at you and, yeah, Kane. I, I, I'll say this. Dance. If Dusty would have loved it, though. Yes, he had to publicly say, no, I don't think you should have done that, I young man. I don't reckon man. he would have. But inside, said that. Simon Goodwin would have been excited about his players standing up to Richmond and just giving yeah. a little bit back as well. He would have been very excited, but I don't think he would have liked pointing at the scoreboard. I think you're wrong. If okay. Dusty Let's Martin brings on, COVID back to Australia. He's going to go early today, so he's yes, very he's keen very uh, he was very antsy about the, the top when he found out he had to wear the small top. He got it all antsy in the office. Uh, if on, Dusty man. Martin brings COVID back to Australia, we blame Peter Dutton. <laughs> because Peter Dutton is the one that stopped Dusty's dad living here and the reason he's gone over there. Because there's a chance. COVID is everywhere. Hey, um, the Pies and the Saints. Now, I, I want to put a question to you. Yep. Alistair Clarkson is who coaches the Hawks. They're sitting on 17th. You know, they're, they're in for a rough couple of years. He's not copping any flack. Collingwood with Nathan Buckley. Collingwood have got a similar issue in that their list was absolutely, you know, they lost, they've yeah. lost. Trelaw, Stevenson, Phillips. Was decimated by things outside his control. He has not got a list that is going to play finals. Why is Nathan Buckley copping this type of heat? I don't think he should either. No, I don't think he should. And I think they should be having a look at, okay, we're rebuilding. And we should be saying the words rebuilding. Yeah, Mark Corder during the week, we still expect to play finals. If we won on Sunday, we'd be only one game out of the eight. We didn't win, Mark. And as president, that's the first thing he says. I don't think he got that right. And you're almost hanging Buckley out to dry saying, okay, if we don't play finals because we've lost Trelaw, Stevenson and Phillips, then we can move the coach on. But who's there to replace yeah. him? I think Nathan Buckley's a perfect player to take over. Collingwood traded out its first round selection coming up this year, right, for 24-30 and a future fourth-round pick. So they need to be able to get young Dacos, and now they're going to have to try and uh, create some points. So it gets hard at the end of the year to bring players in. Nathan Buckley, three players out, couldn't bring players in, can't put the team out. So they should be saying, we are rebuilding. We probably, we'd like to make finals, but we don't think this year is our year and we need to rebuild and we're going to back the coach in. Well, they, they are doing that. And Look at their but, team. But they're, the, not, they're not communicating. No, I know yet. that. But on the team on the weekend had 11 players under 30 games. You, you can't win yeah. games of footy with 11 players under 30 yep. games. So Buckley can't win games. So he's got to get games into these young guys. Yep. And he's doing the right thing. So I'm with him. Yep. I don't, unless there's someone better, which I don't see it out there. So why can't the club communicate that? Communicate, yeah, we stuffed up in well, the offseason. They're going to have to do it pretty soon. They're saying we can still play finals. We still expect to play finals. That's the new president coming in. I don't get that. I think, I think that language will change. What about more up forward? No, we, what, well, we said well, last week what, I didn't think he should be up forward. but I what? thought they'd pursue it and they did and then at halftime it's obvious it's not working. Darcy Moore, footy's that structured now. You've got to train in the position, right? Yeah. He obviously hasn't trained in that position for two or three years now and he was just out of position all the time on the weekend. When you've got to be about 60 metres away from the ball, he was 80 and that's just all positioning. Just go back down back Why would now. you have the best halfback in the, in the league playing at – Full forward. It wouldn't. You just yeah. got to keep playing him back now. Brian Taylor was alluding to on the broadcast that perhaps he's choosing to, he wants to play down forward and learn the yeah. craft. Maybe he does. Which what about the Saints, though? Are they gone? Yep. This year. They're cactus. You agree? Well, they've got a lot of players out. They've got a lot of players to come back. I'm not going to rule out the Saints yet. I, 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 I'm not going to say they can't make the eight because I think they can get a run on. There's still a long way to go, 16 games. If they get some players back and some uh, continuity and some excitement, I think they can still contend, yeah. but um, I think it's over the, for the Pies. It's ju you just have a look at how the Saints are losing now at the moment. And they've got a, some worries. Again, on the weekend, Port had 160 uncontested marks. Mm. That I just... 
that means you're just not defending defending at all. Yeah. So they've got to get that right. Hey, uh, against my boys on the weekend, who were gallant in victory, uh, I'll say this though. As a Hawthorne supporter, the best result we could have is that we try hard, we get some blood into our youngsters, but we go, we lose. Yeah, you don't want, want to be. You don't want to be winning. You want a top no three draft pick, all right? Um, so it was a disappointing result in the end, but it was good to see <laughs> some. But so man, uh, I, his first name eludes me now. He kicked Riley. five on day. Riley Tiltthorpe. <laughs> Tiltthorpe. It's got a th. At Tiltthorpe. The start. That's what it's I said th- at the start. Is it? Yeah. It's Thilthorpe. not T I. It's T H I. Oh, how good was he though? Yeah. Yeah. Five on the pack mark he took, and, yeah. and like because he picked, kicked a couple of easier ones, but that one that he took yeah. pack mark, you go, gee, this kid's going to be something good in the in the mould of the King boys. I reckon yeah. that same sort of body shape. That, that is huge. So you don't see many guys. Now, it used to happen in years gone by because guys would debut a bit later in their careers, like at Georgiades when he kicked yeah. eight for the Dogs. But to come in as an eighteen-year-old and kick five goals in your first, how would game, you be feeling after? If, uh, because obviously you're nervous. How would you be feeling after King Five on on debut? You feel like you automatically you feel. Hang on, I can do yeah. this. Yeah. How long? How would your respective debuts? Do you remember? You're, it? I remember it vividly. Even the, war, the yeah. lead up to the yeah. game. Yeah, I remember we getting got selected on the Thursday night back when we still did that, and we we trained. So on selection a like at is that at a dinner? We, no, we trained out on Punt Road at six o'clock at night uh, under lights, and then we got a tap on the shoulder from the team manager. Um, who took me and Duncan Kellaway into, oh. into his office and he said, boys, John Northey was in there, the coach. He said, you're going to play this week, round 7.93. Played against St Kilda, played on Danny Frawley for most of the day. I'll never forget that. Did he belt you? He did whisper in my ear at one point in the, about the 15-minute mark of the first quarter because I was running a lot. That was my strength. He said, if you keep running like this, <laughs> I'm going to knock your effing <laughs> off. <laughs> My first game was round one, 1997, oh. um, at Optus Oval against Fremantle. And oh. the Bulldogs had just finished on the bottom the year before. And then obviously, 97, we went on to play. So, round brilliant. one, you said, yeah. Round one. Um, and your first year? Yep, first year, round so you one. You played your very Top first draft, game. Yeah. Played your very first game. Um, and I remember it. it it sounded like so many people. It sounded like 40,000 people. There were 7,000 people there for my first game against Fremantle. So oh, obviously like that's like an A-League club play. So the dogs had finished last, apart from Fitzroy, who then left the competition. So basically last. Um, we played Fremantle. Um, Wait, was your home ground Optus then? It was back then. Why? Because we just moved from the Western Oval uh, and we are starting to play You shared it with Carlton? Shared it with Carlton. Did you get a kick? Uh, I had seven disposals. My first handball ever, I remember, went to Brad Wirra. I took a mark 40 metres out in the last quarter and we were three points up. This is to put us nine points up. Missed the goal. Goes straight down the other end. Winnie Abraham picks it up, oh. picks the goal, puts him in front. And I reckon mine was about a minute and a half to go. Could have iced the game, my first game. Missed it. They go down. And then and, lost. Um, yeah, lost. So you would have been. Was that we lost our fr- first game against Fremantle and everyone's going, we're going to finish bottom again. And then I think we won the next, you know, five or six. And the next week, was a big turning week for us because Tony Liberatore tagged Paul Kelly and that's scratched right. the absolute bejesus out of him. And the, the, that's when that whole um, hard-nosed bulldog started in 97. Ah, did you get a kick in your first game? Yes, I did. I had 20. Did you? Kick to goal. 20? Bad, eh? Good start, eh? Oh. <laughs> hey, speaking of Freo, was that when Freo had that awesome green jersey? That would have been in green, yeah. yeah. Love that. Hey, bring that back. They should. Right. It was great. David Mundy. Talking to Freo. Um, yeah, talking to Freo. David Mundy is flying. This is, this, now, this we is should why ask. We don't write old guys off. This, 
in AFL, I reckon we want to stamp guys when they get to their mid-30s. It's an easy thing to get rid of an old guy, go, oh, we'll bring some kids in, but why can't you keep playing if you're playing like Dave Mundy? Two weeks ago, he was 251 for the Brownlow. Last week, he was 81. He's had 30 and kicked three. I've got him coming out right second in my Brownlow at the moment, we, behind Max Gorn. He rate so, his Brownlow? Well, I do. Yeah, hey, wait I'm till the end of the year. I'm not entirely sure why, because there was a, a show that went that wasn't, my, that wasn't my that, On the brown low. And the tips. The kick? The, no, nothing. No, the, 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 what do you mean the kick? The kick's a great show. Oh, no. We love no, the kick. That's why it's still going. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, David Mundy, what a star. Kicking goals too. Hey, Richo, there's, unfortunately for you, there's a historian, a very famous historian. Yeah. Oh, I'm saying it like that. Historian. <laughs> Historian uh, by the name of Rhett Bartlett. Now, he has got – we've said this on the show before. He's got you in his sights. He is just – he just keeps finding it's, old content. Now, we're going to play a little content. clip. It's if you content. are watching, you, you'll see it. If you are listening, I'm sure the audio will come through. But let's just have a listen to this. On a normal yeah. game day, would you probably get out of bed at 10 or something like that? Yeah, I normally get up about 10 and might, might put a CD or something on and have a bit of a listen and relax. But it's going to be a bit different this week with uh, the plane trip up there. What sort of music do you like to listen to? Um, well, that's a great song with that promo you had on before, Pearl Jam. <laughs> Pearl, Pearl Jam. Pearl Jam. Oh, Jam. Get a bit of Pearl Jam into it. Oh, I don't get on to much of that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be a silver chair. We won't You'd be with me. Give you a silver chair, Give you a silver chair, man. Oh, I don't know, Sam. Really, just birch. a quick yeah. check on your conditioner. Is it the Pert 2-in-1? Oh, no, it's Timoteo. Oh, it's working, yeah. 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 Nice. Went and yeah. bought it last night. Yeah. 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 I use that one too. From yeah. Sydney to Richmond, so does Bill Hannah. What? Richo? So, so what, I want to know. <laughs> let's what, unpack this. For starters, let's not talk about anything other than your voice. What happened to your voice yeah. from then? Did you actively change your voice? Because you, your voice sounds a lot different now you to what it sounds like. stomped out the Tassie. Well, I, I'm not sure what's happened here, to be honest with you. I just, can't believe That's it. not you. It must be just sort of an evolution type no, thing. No. Ha, have you actively, You've actively when you listen back voice. and hear no, that look, type I will of thing? Be, that's the Tassie twang. And I grew up in t- Things are a lot quieter down there. It's a oh, slower God. pace. Well, so much so you don't even hear your own voice to change it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't explain it. What the hell? It. I've lived in Melbourne. What's, what is Timothee? It was a little shampoo. Yeah, Maybe. I remember, remember Timothee. Do you? Yeah. Oh, I can't explain my voice. It's just over time, I guess, I've matured and developed as a person. Well, what about what he didn't really know anything about Silver Chip no, or Bill Jam, did he? So he's you're... got the, the twang as well. How about what you're wearing? Boy. You had these baggage. You had Bloodstones on. They weren't blood. They were Doc Martens, I reckon. Were they? Yeah. Is <laughs> <laughs> you happy with yourself? I've, then, I've actually, I've had, I've messaged Rhett a private inbox message. I've said, just, just, mate, just calm down. Oh, <laughs> we love it. Keep it coming, Rhett. We hey, love we, it. we're going to try to get him the show. Hey, Brownie. I want to uh, – no, I don't. You uh, – going around the grounds? Around the grounds. Oh, sorry. This is your own segment. Oh, Give me my own segment. Uh, around the grounds. Now, I got an Instagram message during the week and said, Hummer, I remember it being around the grounds for the Ace of Gemstone. Oh, I, I, re- yeah. I did. So okay. – we're going. I'm going. I know that um, my friend Charlie, who said from Triple M, said no. We've had TAC sponsoring out for twenty years. He's it wrong. Could have been another station. You're thinking of? No, nah, it was. It was, was it? Right. it was Triple M. It was Triple M. So the grounds for Sonova's Vitamin Scoreboard. 
Yeah. Well, and well, there must be a few. Maybe TAC are different games. I don't know what he's talking about. So it is around the grounds for the TAC or the Ace of Gemstone. The first one we're going to have a look at this week, I think we're going back to uh, – this is a bit closer That's to right. home. That's up your yeah, way, mate. Eagle Hawk. I played Eagle Hawk golf course. My old man uh, played for Eagle Hawk. Uh, 36-23, 239. This is in the seniors as that, well. That's a good effort when you only kick five in the first quarter yeah. to get to that. So like Jamie five, Locke, um, used to play for nine, uh, 10 and 10 goals to Castle Main 11. Now, that's in the seniors as well. So you see these, these yeah, pumpings yeah, in, the, yeah. in the reserve. So that is a big one there. This is the Yeoman Seniors, 32-13-205 to beat the Caprona Seniors, one that's go, uh, us two goals, that's five in Tassie. That's in down in that's, Tassie. Yeah, yeah, that's on the Correct. northwest you know, coast. Of when you have these games, I always like to look at the goal kickers, and they're never the best player on the ground. So whoever kicks the biggest bag never yeah. gets best well, on well, ground. Well, Fulton kicked nine and couldn't crack the best six. <laughs> so why is that? It's the I same with the Brownlow Medal. Yeah. Like you kick six or seven, you don't get a vote. You have eighteen touches on the wing, you get a vote. And the last time we've Poor gone back, to, we've gone back to Richard and our boys from last week, following a three hundred and thirty point loss last week, they've haven't managed to trouble the scorers this week against St. Virgins. Then we've gone 30 goals, 30, 210. So that's a big, big loss there. Um, um, all right, Robbo this week. Mm. We've got our big calls or bad calls. Yep. Robbo has absolutely launched into Tom Lynch oh, no, and Adelaide Crows. hasn't launched into him. Tom Lynch of Richmond there, that is uh, humpy. Let's see the Richmond jumper there. Tom Lynch of Richmond he got into. Yeah, yeah there's two Tom ah, Lynches. Yeah, there's two Tom Lynches. It was a bad week. Yeah, it was a bad, bad week for Tom Lynch. Tom Lynch. Look, he, he had a crack at Tom Lynch and saying he was he was on $800,000 a year and that is not average money and he's playing average footy. So I say to Robbo, yeah, that's your opinion. That's This yeah. is not a big call because Robbo is allowed to have an opinion, but I just reckon we're quick to jump on guys. Like you're saying, everyone's jumping on Nathan Buckley. I can just sense people are jumping on Tom Lynch. Six games into his third year at Richmond. Uh, just as a Richmond man, they wouldn't have won the flag in 2019 without Tom Lynch. He kicked 60-odd mm. goals. Jack Rewalt only played 13 games. They don't even finish top four 2019 without Lynch. That means they probably wouldn't have won the flag. So he's earned his dough there. He definitely earned it last year, uh, Tom Lynch. So I would just say to Robbo, that, that is a massive that is Players have down patches, they certainly do, but you'd expect uh, Tom Lynch to bounce back. If it goes on for the rest of the season, then maybe we can start to talk about it. But, I reckon um, you need a little bit more sample He's size. got some money in the bank. I think so, yeah. Richo, what's doing your head in this week? And it's doing my f***ing head in. I'll tell you what, boys, uh, COVID's done all our heads in, hasn't it? And it's still going. There's no end in sight for COVID, is there? I mean, around the world. It's getting worse, actually. You read about or what's India. going on in India. How about um, Paddy Cummins? Yeah, how good is that? He did? Gave 50 grand. Threw in 50K yeah. to help the uh, the Indians right over there. But a lot, a lot of things just haven't come back to normal at all, have they? I mean, the crowds at the footy haven't come back to normal. The ticketing's an issue. Ticketing's a disgrace. It's just impossible. COVID's caused that. Live music gigs. We can't go and watch a gig and have a nice full crowd I thought crowd you there. went to one not too long ago. No, but it wasn't the same. You need a full house. The, the capacity mm. at pubs is not back. You know, travelling overseas, it, there's no end in sight there. When are we going to be able to travel overseas? Um, not, not for another couple of years, I don't reckon. Yeah, not having we'll a... We'll have a, a travel bubble with Singapore, I reckon, at some yeah. point. Yeah. What about Bali? I want to get to Bali. 
Mm. Yeah, that'd be nice. That'd be nice. I mean, even travelling locally, people are still nervous to jump on a plane and go to Perth or Adelaide. You just said Dusty going to the bubble yeah. New Zealand. So what's still in your head in? Broadcasters still, you know, are. Hang on, Nathan, right? Mm. Retail's not back. You are angry today. Retail, I am angry, and this is still in my head. Retail's, retail's not, not back. back. Even meet, meeting up with people socially, I, I swear there's still people with some sort of anxiety. Oh, is this just an overarching no. head in, or are you going to no. get to a point? Right. Well, we're just waiting for the point. <laughs> I'll tell you what the point is, and I'll tell you what's back in a big way. <laughs> Melbourne traffic is back in a big oh, way. Have you noticed how bad it is? Shocking. It took me an hour the other night. This is at 7 o'clock at night to get from Northcote to Albert Park. An hour. Yeah. It's a tough route, though. Is it worse than ever? You're main complaining road. that everything's closed and nothing you can do is normal and there's less it's, people going to concert, less but, people going but to the pubs. You know, but, but they're all driving. I'm t- giving you the tip. Yeah. Where are they going? They're driving because they don't want to catch public transport <laughs> right. because of COVID. Okay. That is true. It's it's off. And people are angry. People won't let you in, right? Yeah. I'm trying to get out of the end of my street the other day. There's a set of traffic lights and it was peak hour, I admit that, at morning school Over run. in Northcote? Yes. I thought they were all freewheeling hippies. No, they don't, they don't, no, yeah, no. They, they don't have boat. Uh, and there's you know no when traffic lights there. You know when the traffic is at the end of your side street, traffic's at the end of your side street, right, and you're trying to turn in and people won't let you in. It took four sets of traffic lights for someone to let me in. What is wrong with people? Why is everyone so angry on the road? Because you're probably too polite. Just edge out. I edge the RAV4 out whenever I need to. I just push straight in. The battering ram RAV4. Why you used to get so angry when you played inside forward 50 when the ball wasn't presented to you? No, the other one. The other day I've got my indicator on trying to turn right into traffic. I got stuck in the left-hand lane, right? Mm, And it was very slow-moving traffic. And every car deliberately wouldn't let me in. And you know when you're eyeballing them to let them know that you're trying to get in, they deliberately won't look sideways and acknowledge it's it? the yeah. same guy that sits in the right-hand lane of a freeway. Yeah, that's right. And does 100 k's an hour. Yeah, you're not aggressive and then enough. Under, and then doesn't understand why people yeah. are getting this upset at him. This is the problem. Everyone's like you, too aggressive on the road. Well, not Still too aggressive, but if you were more aggressive, just – just put the car out there. You get it if it, if it gets crashed, you just pop on down to Hyundai Ferntree Gully and get a new one or Kia. What are you driving at the moment? Don't you worry. What what is it? I'm what, <laughs> what is it? I'm in a Pathfinder at the moment. Oh, I used to own. I had a '96 Pathfinder, not a big purple one. It was good. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, who have we got in the Nuffy Jar? This is rare. No one in this room or Sam McClure. <laughs> Scoop had another few during the week. I've, we thought we'd better give him a break. No, we've gone for um. Do you see a little war of words here, Nate, between uh, Warren Treadray and Tex Walker? Port Adelaide v Adelaide. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Warren Treadray, Adelaide statement when Sub Tom Lynch wasn't ready to go. It was spin instead of owning the mistake. And Tex said, so What was said, he talking about, What Treaders? don't you like about it, Warren? What was he talking about there, Treaders, though? He was more just saying that they weren't ready to go and they should have been ready to go. And all they did was spin it like Collingwood are doing at the moment. They didn't actually own their mistake, which clearly was a mistake. They didn't have anyone ready. They didn't have a second person ready. So uh, I'm not sure where Tex is going here. Tex just doesn't like Port Adelaide. I don't think so. Maybe Tex doesn't like Warren (laughs) Treadray. What is your take on that whole matter? They, you know what I think would have happened? They should have just owned up and said, look, we took 23 players down there. Tom Lynch clearly must have done something on the training run the day before the game, the captain's run. Wasn't right to go the next day. And instead of flying another player down, they just just decided to go with Tom Lynch. Unfortunately, That's the only explanation. But why wasn't he ready? Because I don't – maybe they were just hoping he wasn't going to be used. Clearly he should have been ready, though. Yeah. Yeah. Should have been ready. Uh, We've got the awards next.
I would like to say it was me that did this homework and put the leaderboard back together, but it was Says. What? Oh. Our lovely, uh, lovely Says there in the control room. She's no put the lead. No it was you. <laughs> so here are the best. The Sydney Swans lead on six ahead of the Bont on six. Petraka four, Walker four, Green four, and the AFL girl Brisbane Lions at three. They will probably struggle to poll for a little while, given they're not playing any games. While for the worst, or the Hummers, it is the Collingwood Footy Club on eight. They could poll again. Geelong on six, North on six, St Kilda on five, and Gary Rowan on four. No... um, no Dan Andrews or anything like that in it this year. Whereas last <laughs> year, Dan? Holding. Dan's just disappeared, hasn't he? He has. He's injured at the moment. I gave one vote for the best ons to Christian Salem. Oh. For his uh, outstanding performance, particularly in the first half. That uh, He really held so he him together won the medal. early. I thought, no, no, because I really? thought Christian Petrarca probably should have won the medal. Did that MC just award it on her? No, no, no. The, the, the floor manager didn't give her the... Message. She shouldn't have gone to the mic though. Till she had, had one the, job. Bit, one yeah. job. <laughs> Two votes to Darcy Parish. Forty odd disposals in a Anzac Day game, and and the winner basically out of the pack. Kicked two goals to go with that, um, and he's becoming a great player. And three votes to Petrarca. Um, I thought he was outstanding again. So I reckon he might go to the lead, hum. I reckon he will. Yeah. I gave one to Jack McRae. I, mm. I just think as an industry, we sort of don't notice Jack McRae. Eighteen games in a row, thirty plus. How's he going in your Brownlow? Uh, he is fourth. <laughs> In my brown low. You're going, that's good. On the brown low, so we'll be out in a couple of weeks. Don't make sure you get that in your ear pods. Nate's yeah. noticed him. One to Jack McRae. He's a machine. 40 touches again. I gave two to Christian Salem. I actually thought he was best on ground. When the game was won <coughs> early, I thought he got the job done. And I gave three to Darcy Parrish. 42 touches, two goals. Um, he's relishing the chance to go into the middle of the ground for the Bombers. On the Hummers. Uh, one vote went to – now, I was tossing up whether to give it to Mark Corder or Collingwood as a whole, but um, I'm going to go with Collingwood just because I think they're in a position at the moment where they're not being honest with all their members and stakeholders. And I think when you come out and say we still expect to play finals, if we won on Sunday, we only one game out. I just it's, it's a lot of spin. So one vote to Collingwood, two votes to West Coast. I thought West Coast would win down there. So I thought they were a huge chance. 98 points. That was your tip of the round. 98 points, Matthew, they got done by. But I did like Adam Simpson saying we were weak. That's more what Ooh, uh, yeah. Carlton coach should be rolling. Bit of honesty. On. And three votes to Jason McCartney. You can't go in uh, to the umpires' rooms. And the umpires in our game, uh, all the way down to under-10s, under-8s, need to be protected and nobody should be able to approach the umpires in an aggressive manner. Did you get a fine for that? Twenty thousand dollars. Yeah. He's got to pay out of his own pocket or the club. Well, I don't know how that works and how that would be set up, but it'd be disappointing. I think it comes out of your soft cap, which would be disappointing. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, I gave one to West Coast twice this year in six games. They've given up ten goal runs. That's a real worry for the West Coast Eagles. I didn't expect that. I thought they'd win as well, Nate. I gave two to Bucks actually, not and nothing to do with him and his what? position moving forward because I, th- as you say, I think he should keep the job at Collingwood. But as coach, you you got to put your hand up for matchups and the Jack Madgen, um, Anthony McDonald, Tip and Woody matchup didn't work and sort of went with it for too long. I thought so. Two there. And three to the Saints, I just think when you give up 160 uncontested marks, you're just not defending as well as you should. Previews next. <laughs> um, I- can- <laughs> You're having a mare today. What's happened here? Thankfully, because of the editing, you can't do two things. Our right. listeners are not going to hear what just transpired the last five minutes. Eight minutes for you to throw to one thing. <laughs> 
Matthew's got to go. He's got some oh, sort of cashy going on. No, I, I have been an absolute disaster I'm going today. on Swanee's podcast, actually. Are you? Yeah. Oh. I'll promo this as well. Oh. Yeah, oh yeah, I sure you will. You seem there's yeah. you're on two podcasts and one podcast seems to get a lot more love on your social media. Than no, it doesn't. Other. I retweet every week. He hasn't done it once for the year. No, you haven't. That's don't rubbish. get into me. You don't. Um we've got some big games this week, of course. The Tigers yeah. and the Dogs <clears throat> kicking the week off. This is huge. And the dogs would be firm favourites here. It's hard to see Richmond winning this game with Lambert out of the midfield, Martin out. And there was a doubt on Dylan Grimes. I think he'll come up. But I just reckon Melbourne got Richmond with their hands last week and their, you know, round stoppages. And I just think that's the dog's strength. So I don't see the Tigers turning it round. I think at the MCG it won't be a blowout, but I think the Mm. dogs are are good things here. English and Dunkley being out of the side too uh, uh, takes out some firepower, but don't see it being a blowout. But I think the Bulldogs should be able to win this massive for Nankervis, if he can control the ruck and get into Stefan Martin and really control that area and give Richmond Nankervis, first use, there a chance. Nankervis is, after Gorn, I think he's in just about. I thought he was pretty form. good the other night he, against Gorn. Oh, I thought he, it was a good battle. 50 50, that was, yeah. $2.49, the Tigers, $1.54. Richmond, we're actually taking a bit of cash on the Tigers there at the prize. Second game, we're going to have a look at Geelong versus Sydney. This is a tough one to pick. You know, imagine Geelong were incredible. It's at the SCG, though. Sydney were <clears> abysmal. <throat> $2.69, the Swans, Geelong, $1.47. Yeah, Sydney jumped out of the blocks, so too Adelaide, both just struggling a little bit at the moment. But after that win against the West Coast Eagles last week, I can't see how Geelong would go up there and not win the game. I yeah. think with the players that Sydney got out at the moment, I think Geelong just win. Mitch Duncan was good last week and Parfit the week before. So they've, they've sort of got some midfielders back into form, even with Dangerfield out. And with Cameron coming into that forward line, and Rowan, when Rowan plays well, they're a better team, aren't they? Yeah, the Swans are a bit tired. Cameron coming in allows Rowan to play well. Exactly. Yeah, he gets the third wheel. Oh, look, I, I think the Cats quite comfortably here. I think they've dropped off the Swans' young players. They've got a bit yeah. tired. Injuries. Hickey's a big out, Franklin. <clears throat> so, yeah, the Cats easily. Um, are they allowed a full crowd at the, the Derby, the Derby? The Western Derby? Well, they're, derby out of, or they're out of lockdown, so they should be. Yeah, unless they've put restrictions on it. Can anything strange happening in this one or West Coast at dollar sixty eight? Is that a Oh, this is a tough game. I wouldn't be taking West Coast at that price. I know oh. they go back and they play so much better there, but Fremantle are playing good footy at the mm. moment. All their good players are playing well. I think they're coached well. Defensively, they're very good. I would not be surprised if Frio win this game. And in fact, I'm probably leaning towards them, but I wouldn't be putting my money on either. The Eagles are a totally different team, though, aren't they, at Optus Stadium? They're just not travelling well. They didn't last year when they were up in the hub. I'll stay with the Eagles, but not confident on this one. But I just think their height and strength over the ground might get it done. The, the Freo midfield, though, gee, they're playing well. They're young midfielders. So a tight one. I'll stay with the Eagles. Hypotheticals to finish up a big show. <laughs> Now, you're not going to believe this, but my internet is not working. And oh. I had one of the hypotheticals this week was needed the internet, but it's just not working. <laughs> I can't, and I can't get it to work. I've been trying to get it to work. That's why I, I, I do have it working. All right. Oh, you're back. We're back. Now, this is, you, do you know the website Seek? You yes. would never have had to be on Seek for your, either of you for your entire lives, I, no. for, I imagine. But for, 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 you know, for, for blokes like me in the trenches, Seek is a, you know, a, a common, common website. Like we're going to put a, an add-on for a I, host. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm feeling like Hummer's already preempting something's going to happen here this week. I spent a bit of time on I Seek. Um, all right, so basically morning. it's called the Seek Game. Now, 
you give me a page number and a number. Right. Now, if I like would this. offer you, all right, all of your the salary from all your different projects and stuff you have, I'm going to double it. But you have to do the job that comes up on Seek. Righto. So how many pages are there? Um, well, just for time, let's just keep it to the first seven pages because that's all I can write. Okay, time. I'll go page three. Okay, let me go down. Just pad by and do this. Page three, uh, now a number one to 19. Four. Okay, so Brownie, for double your salary. Yep. Three, four. You are a warehouse store person. In Melbourne, opportunity for a warehouse store person to join our busy warehouse team in Melbourne's eastern suburbs. Can I say one thing? I know Nathan pretty well over the years. <laughs> he has not got the ability to do nah, any manual labour. You'd be stuffed you? in a warehouse. <laughs> You're not you a manual labour. for me here, right? I am. I've, I've watched a warehouse, you. like you'd use a forklift. Feel, let me feel have, you, have you got a fork? Yeah, look at them. They, ha they have babies. not done not like a day's work in their monsters. life. <laughs> Uh, I won't be working in a warehouse, no. For double the salary. Double what you're on now. No. No stress, no emails. Just put your earphones in, listen to SEN and you pack know, some boxes. The good thing about manual labour is when you finish the day's work, it's finished. You don't it go is. home and... Yeah, correct. Yeah, I like it. Uh, Richo, page number, please. Well, I already do that. At page seven, number six. Page seven. Number six. Number six. Richo, for double your salary, your lofty yeah. salary. Oh, the internet's gone. <laughs> oh, God. That's no, working again. There we Page are. seven, number six. Yep. You are, for double your salary, we are seeking cafe staff in Perth. The eastern suburbs of Perth, exciting opportunity for a casual cafe crew at our busy venue. Yeah. So would you be working, a, and you only have to do casual work. So, so double, full time. double salary. Double your salary to move do 20 to, hours a week. To Got to Western move to Perth Australia. to do 20 hours a week. Yeah, I'd a like cafe. a little sea change. Yeah, I'd do that. It's good coin for making coffee. <laughs> You wouldn't be making the coffee, mate. You would be doing the dishes or you'd be taking Happy to do that. Yeah. Nah, cafe staff. Mm. I, I, Double the salary, no stress. Absolutely. Are you right. going to do one? Gonna I'm going to do one. one. Okay, I'm going to go page... I'll pick yours because you probably pre-picked it already. No, no, all right. I'll go page five, number three. Page yeah. five, number three. I actually had to clear my actual seek search out of this before playing this game today. Uh, page five, number three. I've got these internet issues. I'm not sure what's happening. Page five, number three. I can't believe you wouldn't take that job. For oh, time. I've got a great job. You know how I love trains. Yeah. I'm a track inspector, day and night shift available. Oh, that's You've stitched that. No, well, he picked the number. So you that would is, do that? I'm actually going to apply for that. <laughs> <laughs> that is a great job. I that's, didn't know. You actually love trains. I love trains. And I can be that. a track inspector, day and night a shift track available. Track inspector. I'm just going to say that to my favourite dream job. This could be this, a moment. I know. Here. This is like a one of those. This is like you could write a movie Sliding about doors it. Sliding moment. Doors it's good moment. that you're promoting that on your current employers, <laughs> one of their shows. That <laughs> you're actually going to actively go I'm and find sure another I job. Hey, no. I can inspect tracks. We at know night. that last week there was a little conflict. Maybe something yeah. else has happened. There was an issue last week. <laughs> there was in, a, in that a, room in a, there with the big uh, boss. That was good. I like that. Okay, so now two hypotheticals. Because you got put on your last chance. If, if you could know the truth to any secret or mystery in the world, which would you choose? Ooh. JFK. Oh, yeah. That, I've got, that'd I be a pretty know popular answer. Yeah. Uh, that's a good one. It's a really good one. Um, I'd like to know the Bermuda Triangle. What goes on there? Does it exist? Yeah. Mm. Does it exist? I was thinking 9-11, was it? Because I think it was an inside job, right. so I'd like that confirmed. But the 11 herbs and spices. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a pretty good secret to know. Uh, and last one. 
This is mine. Why can't if like a food scientist just analyse it and find out for us? I think you'll well, find I reckon one, I could one of the herbs down. and spices at MSG. Yeah. Well, that's all right. A little bit of MSG in moderation. That was a good one, anyone? Hum. That's one of your better homotheticals. Well, that was, from one to go yet. that was from the right, internet. Right. This is my one. <laughs> Would you prefer to hiccup every 30 seconds the rest of your life, not when you're asleep? So when you're asleep, you're not. He has. <laughs> or fart every time you spoke. He's done this one. I have not. Well, the job that we have broadcasting, it'd be <laughs> tough to broadcast a game hiccuping, so you can drop out a silent one <laughs> while you're commentating, can't you? <laughs> like you just fart constantly as you every time you Every time you begin a sentence, you'll fart. Right. And do Is people it hear it? Or? Yeah. It's a bit of uh, both. Uh, that's a silly one. <laughs> I'm just going to stick to the Reddit ones for now. You're- you just go to the You've had a bad day. Yours. You've had a bad day. I've had a bad day. I need to go and have a think about it. I've got to go and apply for this train inspector job. Day and night shift available. Hey, good luck on the punt this weekend. Good luck on the ponies. Good luck on the footy. But most importantly, gamble responsibly.